0: Have you ever felt frustrated because you just couldn't find a lovely book to read? I can start to crave not just a good book, but a book that draws me in and evokes such a deep emotion that I can say, wow, that was a lovely book. Welcome friends. This is Emmy B on Lovely Books Podcast, where it's my job to highlight the lovely books that keep you reading and connect you to the world. If you're new to Lovely Books, this podcast is more than just a best books podcast. It's about the reader's experience and takeaway. No book reviews, no analysis of literary content, just thoughts and personal anecdotes brought to our minds by the characters and subject matter that we love. That's what brings the book to life for you. I hope we give you something to think about, something to laugh about, and something lovely to read. Okay, in this episode, Shay Featherstone will highlight the lovely book, Same Kind of Different As Me by Ron Hall and Denver Moore. This is a nonfiction memoir of an unlikely friendship and the transformation that resulted. Um, Shay, thank you so much for being here. This is so fun. Thanks for having me. And um, just before we begin, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself?
1: Okay, sure. I grew up in Bountiful, Utah. I served a mission for the Church of Jesus Christ in Chile and then after my mission I started dating my husband who also grew up in bountiful Utah but we never spoke to each other growing up we just met later and after we got married we lived in Salt Lake for a time while he finished school and then he took a job opportunity in Washington DC so we lived in northern Virginia for a few years and I loved that experience. It was awesome. I would go back in a heartbeat. And then ever since we've been living in Cottonwood Heights, um, Sandy area. So now we're settling down in Sandy and we have five children. I love a lot of outdoor things. So I love to hike and bike. And when I was younger, I did a lot of fishing with my family. I mean, I love to read. I love books and that's kind of where I get my escape and, Honestly, my motivation for just living—I just love books, so and I love music too. So that's a little bit about me.
0: Perfect. Okay, so let's talk about this book. Did you read it recently, or is it just a book that you have you read and you loved and have continued to think about?
1: So I didn't hear about the book until 2018, and a friend mentioned it. And when I heard about the storyline and that it was a true story. I was drawn to it because my dad had been homeless on and off and so I was really interested in learning more about the homeless community and um, it was neat to hear about this couple that had befriended this man that had just grown up in such poverty and had become really good friends with him and and now they're going around and they're uh, revamping rescue missions and Restoring them and just making them better places. It's just an inspiring story. I love nonfiction memoirs, and I'm really drawn to them.
0: So, tell us a little bit about a little bit about the two characters in the book. So, it's co-authored by the two gentlemen, but it's the wife actually who kind of forces this forging of a friendship. Is that right? Yeah,
1: that's right. Yep. So, Denver. But he was born in Louisiana, and he's black, and he worked practically as a slave most his, um, I guess, early childhood and young teenage years. And then when he was in his 20s, he just jumped on a train and was just tired of it and ended up in Fort Worth, Texas, and that's where he lived out the rest of his life. And he talks about how because he didn't have an education, didn't know how to read, he shows up in this new city. No one knows him. He doesn't have family or friends. And so he said, well, as the white people say, there was no career opportunity for me. (laughs) So that's when he ended up on the streets and he was homeless ever since. And he became very good at being homeless. He was, you know, he knew his way around. He knew how to fend for himself. He protected other people, but he was also really mean. So people were scared of him, but that's the way he survived. Ron Hall was um, from, actually, I don't know if he was from Texas, but he lived there for most of his life, and he was an investment banker originally, but then he got rich by selling art collections around the world. His wife, Debbie, she did not like the wealth that they had obtained. Um, she was very faithful and believed in God, and she didn't want to be showy and rich. She wanted to help people, and she saw the good in people and their potential. So anyway, Debbie talked Ron into serving dinners once a week at the rescue mission in Fort Worth. She had this strong impression and just uh, a, a great fondness for Denver, even though he was mean and withdrawn. She just felt and even had like a dream that he was going to change this community and that he, he um, had a calling from God and that her husband Ron needed to be his friend. And she felt so strongly about this and kind of pushed Ron into getting to know him. And it's just such an interesting story of how Ron's heart softened and how Denver's heart softened because there's both sides of the perspectives that homeless people have toward people that have money and homes and our perspective of homeless. And so to see both of their hearts change was
0: just really touching. I love that. There was a couple of things that stood out to me. First of all, with Denver's homelessness, he left a home to be homeless. Yeah, which kind of, for me, even though I haven't, I've only read, you know, bits of it, it kind of spoke to, he, sh- he shares one experience of something that happens to him in his teenage years, getting beat up for helping someone. Mm-hmm. Even though he has a home where he's from, he's so desperate to get away from that home, that homelessness is a better option.
1: Yeah, that's a really interesting perspective. It's true. After they, you know, served several times at the rescue mission and they'd gotten to know Denver a little bit, little by little. Um, Ron has a conversation with Denver. He, he even takes him out for a cup of coffee and he, he hears Ron say, I just want to be your friend. And he's like, well, I got to know what that means. And he, he starts talking about fishing and he's like, so, you know, the whole phrase catch and release and fishing. He's like, I don't want to be a catch and release friend. But if you want a true friend, you know I'll be loyal and I'll be one forever. And so that just kind of is the start of their friendship. And um, and and Denver changes, and he becomes a really great strength in that community because you know all of the people kind of revered and feared him in the homeless community. And so he could take Ron and Debbie to different places to make a difference and do different things with the people because. Um, he says, Denver says I could protect Ron in the hood and Ron could protect me in, at the country club. Like, so anyway, <laughs> just started this really neat friendship.
0: That is a really funny dynamic <laughs> I like that. <laughs> so, so you can make friends with someone that you're trying to help in the catch and release kind of way. But I feel like to be a long-term friend with someone, you have to be able to forge some commonalities and some things that are the same. There had to be some sort of sameness there that they could cling to, whether in ideology or likes or dislikes or, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, that's true. And they didn't really go into a lot of that. But I do agree with you. I have been thinking about this book a lot lately, and that's why I think I thought of it when, when you texted me the other day. About um, which book I would choose, um, I have been thinking about that and the issues in our day, and I just think there is so much that is the same about all of us. And actually, Denver does some. Of, one of my favorite quotes in the book, he talks about this. Um, what you, what you had just mentioned, he said it was at um, toward the end of the book, and he's talking to Debbie, and he says, "You were the onlyest person that looked past my skin and past my meanness." And saw that there was somebody on the inside worth saving. I don't know how, but you know that most of the time when I acted like a bad fella, it was just so folks wouldn't get too close. I didn't want nobody close to me. It wasn't worth the trouble. Beside that, I had done lost enough people in my life and I didn't want to lose nobody else. She loved me enough to stand up to me. Every person that looks like an enemy on the outside ain't necessarily one on the inside. We all have more in common than we think. You stood up and faced me when I was dangerous and it changed my life. You loved me for who I was on the inside, the person God meant for me to be, the one that had just got lost for a while on some ugly roads in life. And just adding to that last part where he says some ugly roads of life, I've learned a lot since I've read this book and I've been involved in the homeless community a little bit more. And I've learned that there's so many causes and reasons for homelessness when it talks about the ugly roads of life. And um, watching my dad kind of go through that process brought a lot of compassion for anyone in any circumstance that's homeless. And my dad was not an experienced homeless person like Denver was. Um, My dad, I grew up in a very stable home, and he worked as a tax and estate planning attorney, and he provided for our family. Um, He and my mom were married for 35 years, and he lost everything due to his addiction to alcohol and it was just kind of a progressive thing and he was able to work fine for most of the years and keep his marriage and family together but the past ten years he's really just gone just gone downhill and he's been in in and out of recoveries and trying to get healthy but he just keeps relapsing and he can't keep his life together anymore so he lost his job he lost his home he lost his marriage And it's been really hard. I think the hardest time for me was when he's been homeless. He hasn't been homeless for very long stretches. Uh, He's old enough now that he gets Social Security. But when he runs out of that money, he'll be homeless for a couple weeks here and there. And it's really hard for me because I've always been comfortable. And I, I have a home. And to know that my dad helped raise me and then he, you know, hit the ugly road of life you know for some yeah. people that's addiction and so i i see people that when i go i actually go and serve at the homeless shelter sometimes with my dad when he's in a good spot cuz he likes to give back and i love just looking at the people as individuals and seeing them like just like me I I really do because I'm standing next to my dad sometimes serving and my dad sometimes on the other side of the table and like to me like my dad is just my dad and so I look at people and I see them as like a brother or a sister or a dad or a mom and it just brings a lot of like just compassion and also like they just want to be seen as individuals they they love when we just recognize them can maybe learn their name and just be involved with them it means so much.
0: So what do, you think, what do you think Denver's message was in terms of like, was it homeless awareness? Was it like homeless or people too? Like what, what was his, what did he want? What did Denver want people to know?
1: <laughs> well, when he had Ron introduce him at these different events, or if he was speaking at a church, they started out at churches and then at other events. Um, he would say, just tell him I'm a nobody that's trying to tell everybody about somebody that can save anybody. So his message was first and foremost about Christianity. But then secondly, it was this. He says this at the end of the book too. Mr. Ron, you can't judge people by what they do or what they have. You got to judge them by what they have been through. And you ain't going to know what they've been through less than you cares enough to ask. And so it was all about getting to know people that are different from you and realizing that there's more commonality than you think and being able to help each other. Because he also Denver also saw that he could help Ron and that was what made him realize that he really wanted to be Ron's friend was not just that he would let Ron help him, Mm -hmm. but that a true friendship is mutual and you can help each other. And when he found that he could help Ron change his perspective about homeless people and also be able to help the other homeless people, um, he was all in.
0: Totally. Okay. Well, do you have a book recommendation that you want to give other than,
1: what do you read lately? Just some fun ones that I've read. Did you ever read Rebecca by Daphne DeMarier? Mm -mm. Oh, it's such, such a well-written mystery kind of moment. It is, it is so good. If you haven't read Rebecca, it is, it will just, it will just bring you in, Emily, and you will be able to read that in like an hour instead of a day because you are (laughs) such an avid reader. I'm
0: a power reader.
1: (laughs) it's a fast read and it's just a great story and oh. then I so I read that recently and it's kind of a fast fun read and it's really well written and then I read a ginormous book have you ever read the classic Gone with the Wind no okay you have got to read it someone talked me into it and I was like no I'm not gonna read that book it's like a thousand pages and it sounds boring <laughs> it was so good it's it, drew it? Me in, in like the first chapter and I loved every second of it
0: really that's yes. one of the classics that I just have never I mean I read freaking Les Mes. <laughs> I did read Le I had
1: to skip over some of those chapters because oh, they got so boring but right. it was a good book I love
0: Le all right there you have it listeners we'll see you in a thousand pages so great to chat with Shay today about homelessness and this nonfiction memoir same kind of different as me If you like what you've heard today, please remember to like, share, subscribe, and comment. I would love you to please leave a rating, and I will see you again next Friday when we discuss another lovely book.